Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we talk about when we talk about faith. In this new season of Round Hill Radio, we're learning how to be a force for good. What does that look like, and how can we make a positive impact in our world in ways both big and small? Round Hill Radio. I'm Leslie. I'm Ed. Hey, Ed. How you doing? Welcome back. Monday morning. This is very exciting. <laughs> Season three. This is the first episode. Wow. If this will go out quickly because this is the day before <laughs> the episode is due. So that's going to be a quick edit This is giving us some special energy today, I, I think. I like, you know, what does it say? Um, execution on the morrow wonderfully sharpens the mind. <laughs> does indeed. I live by that. It's always nice to have something to look forward to. You know, gotcha. <laughs> Keeps you vibrant. <laughs> so, what are we doing? Well, I think we're having another, which is honestly last season, one of my favorite episodes. We're podcasting about podcasting. Yes. Which I like. It's reflecting a, about reflecting. Reflecting about reflecting. And um, and that's kind of what our season is going to be about. Yeah. Is sort of those behind the scenes talking about what we're doing and why we're doing it and, and all that juicy good stuff. So... How I have a question here written. How are we evolving? How are we evolving? How are we evolving? <laughs> are we evolving? Are, well, that's <laughs> part one. <laughs> there we go. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll take a look at part twelve and see if we have evolved at all. How's yeah, we'll that? check in with everybody in like November. How do we do? Yeah. Yeah. So how are well? You know, I think we're evolving in this sense. Uh, just like we're having this really free form conversation this morning, Monday morning. Um, you know, how can we use the podcast? to give our listeners a little bit of behind-the-scenes look, draw back the curtain, how do we get to where we get to when we're worshiping on Sunday morning, you know, how did, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. And then also what lingers afterward, you know. I, I, some time ago I came across this phrase, I wish I could say I created it, but I don't think I did, I think I read it somewhere, but we are experience-rich and reflection-poor. Mm-hmm. I really love that. I like that. And so you have the sense that we really are having all of these memorable experiences all the time, but we keep getting pushed along from one to the next and don't necessarily get to take a deeper dive into any of them. So we're going to get to have, you know, that chance a little bit this season. And uh, this is a little, I think this is exciting to see what this uh, leads to. That's so exciting. So this fall in worship and sort of out throughout our whole community, we're looking at this idea of being a force for good. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at that on Sunday we looked at that word force mm-hmm. and what its many connotations and its many colors, right. um, which I thought was fantastic. So that's a theme we're tying in, not only in worship and through our different small groups, but also here on the podcast. So why are we mm-hmm. staying with a the theme for so long? Uh, you know, I think that it's really a gift in this uh, time we live in where we can kind of have... Um, the day picked apart for us in very small pieces, and then at the end of it, you wonder, what did the, all of that add up to? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, The gift is to be able to stay with one thing for a little bit of time, and that's not something that I think we get a chance to do quite often. So if we have a theme or a book or something that we get a chance to live with for a while, then I think we're exploring the, the luxury, maybe it's the necessity, 
of accompaniment. You know, we're going to accompany this idea for a while. Mm. We're going to let it accompany us. And in that sense, it's like a journey with, with a friend. And you go on this trip and you travel together and then you get to learn about each other as you go along, right? And so in this sense, our traveling companion is the question of what it means to be a force for good. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things we talked about yesterday was, you know, what if we could see this concept of a force for good as a foreign country? You know, maybe we visit it from time to time, but now we're going to actually get to go and spend some time there. Immersion. Immersion, yes. We're going to learn the language, you know, we're going to see the customs and all that, and it's going to get to influence us. That's and good. so I think that's that's a little bit of why it's a good thing to stay with something for a while. You get that that sense of connection that hopefully will linger for a long, long time. I love that. So how has this journey been for you so far? We're two weeks in now, mm -hmm. um, and I think already we are starting down our our pathway. Yeah. Um, how has it been? Has it changed for you at all? Has it evolved so far? Or are you are you just dipping the toe in? Um, I think I'm up to my knee. Oh, <laughs> How's that? Go. That yep. works. And, you know, as you were talking earlier about, you know, just how, how do things evolve and giving a sense of behind the scenes about that. Um, of course, one of the things I'm already discovering is the thing you discover, like if you get a new car, you suddenly see that car everywhere. Everywhere. Right? Everybody has the car. I was just saying this the other day. <laughs> right. That once you start thinking about something, it is everywhere. It is just like you've got a big magnet and the metal filings are flying in from everywhere to attach themselves to oh, this yeah. magnet. Right? Right? And so that is what's already happening both with the word force, but mm -hmm. even the idea of force for good. Yeah. Suddenly, it's everywhere. Everywhere. I can't look anywhere <laughs> <laughs> and not see it. I would also like to give you uh, kudos points for working Star Wars in. Oh, thank you. On I, Sunday, I wanted to give a little whoop. May the force be with you, my and, friend. And with thy spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. it's, uh, that was fantastic. Um, for the choir, it was such an interesting... <laughs> Experiment. I'll call it experiment. It felt like an experiment for them. Okay. This was not new for for me from other places I've I've led choirs, but we were trying. You know, the choir themselves are working on being a force for good, mm -hmm. a force for uh, encouraging and supporting congregational singing. Mm -hmm. So we and we 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 talked it and we walked it mm -hmm. multiple times so what happened was the choir normally stays in the loft during right. worship and right. then for the opening and closing hymns now we are downstairs in the heart of the congregation, standing in the aisles, singing the hymns. Well, I'm not because I'm playing the organ. Right. Um, but they are. And they were so up for it. And I think really Fantastic. enjoyed it. And it was funny was I got a number of comments from them coming up to me and they were saying, you know, I think as much as I love harmony, I think we should sing in unison. Because when I started singing in harmony, the people around me looked at me like I was crazy. Where did I, you? Yeah. That I was on the wrong hymn. Where's your so, voice going? So I think we should stick in unison, <laughs> which I just thought was so charming and game that they were really there down there for the right reasons. Yeah. And they were down there and they were saying, oh, when I started singing harmony, even though I love singing harmony... I wasn't doing, I wasn't helping. And yeah. I know that I'm being down there to help. And well, I thought that was like. 
Beautiful. Amazing. So here's a connection with our theme, right? Because one of the things I explored this past week is that the word, sometimes the word power, the words power and force are used interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And actually, that's probably um, a mistake to do that. Power is the capacity uh, to use force. It's the, it's the capability that you have. Force is the actual act. It, mm. It's the exertion. And yesterday in our sanctuary, you know, when you put all of these wonderful voices in the choir in our midst, suddenly it raises everybody's confidence level. Mm -hmm. We, I certainly felt it. And that, and that does become then the experience of a force in our midst. Yeah. You could hear the difference in the quality and in the volume of the singing, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. And, and therefore, I think that changes, not only does it change our experience of worship, but it changes us. Yeah. You know, we have now a sense that the words we're singing do carry a force with them. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was, I mean, I think there are all sorts of ways in which that could be thought about in other contexts right yeah. in our lives and that was such a i could feel that yesterday uh, well, and it's physically e it's exciting too because i mean our our choir does make uh quite a sound so i there's sometimes think of it sort of a wall of sound because it's this wonderful big mm -hmm. rich force mm -hmm. um and to be able to sort of share that with the congregation and also just have the choir you know we were talking and i was saying you know there's sort of two elements for what we do in worship there is providing music for people to reflect to, mm -hmm. to enjoy, to be inspired or moved or excited by, what have you. And then there is congregational singing. And mm -hmm. those are our two jobs mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning. And we sort of, you know, we re reclaiming that concept, I think. And they really responded to it. Yeah. Um, they were less freaked out yeah. than I thought they were going to be. Oh. You're trying something, you know, I think whenever we do something that's newer for us, you're always, we're always feeling a little uncertain. Sure. Right? But it was a great model, I think, for the congregation, for the choir to do that and to be in a very completely different physical setting. Mm -hmm. To me, this gets to the point of, you know, um, if if someone's listening to this and saying, what is the connection between this and being a force <laughs> for good in the world? Um, I guess my my response to that is that, in worship, we are, in a sense, getting an opportunity to practice what it means to be a force. Mm. We're doing it through the way that we experiment with newness. We open ourselves to that. Um, in the act of listening, in the act of praying, all of those things can be forceful. They can be forceful actions for the common good. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're practicing that in this little environment, right? And then, yeah. and then we're sending everybody out. And um, that's, uh, that's a big part of what it means to be for, for the church to be an agent of change. You know, first it has to happen in this crucible of the sanctuary, yeah. and then we are sent out beyond that. Well, it makes me think of something Larry Rasmussen said, that you know, people say, oh, well, I'm only one person. What can I do? And his mm. response is, well, stop being one person. Yes. Find friends. Find a community that you can band together and do this together. Right. And it's something as simple yep. to some mm -hmm. as congregational singing. To band together, we find encouragement and, and we sing stronger in mm. our in numbers, in strong numbers. Yeah, agreed. So I think it's very... It was, it was cool. Yeah. It's very cool. We're on to something. The liturgical pretzel. Yeah. I'm calling it. There it is. 
Sounds good. It's fun. It is fun. We have a few tweaks to make, but I think we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're definitely getting somewhere. So this season, bringing it back, we have a couple, we have one big change, which is that we are going weekly. Mm-hmm. We are weekly coming to earbuds. Glad to be doing it. Every seven days. Yeah. This is very exciting. It's great. Pretty pumped about it. And then, so we are, and then we are also sticking with this idea of Force for Good. That's right. We are kidding up our Force for Good toolbox with ideas and concepts that can help us and inspire us and come to mind when we need them. Yeah. And we're going to do that with conversations with each other, uh, conversations uh, next week with Pastor Dan, Mm -hmm. and then with lots of different guests from all sorts of walks of life and all sorts of backgrounds and how and learning how these people are forced for good in some small, some big ways. Yeah, bring yeah. some conversation partners into this. I think our hope, right, is that uh, as we're getting more and more immersed in this, we're starting to see this theme everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I think that would be our hope for everyone, right? So yeah. that we, we really start to see what it means to be a force for good. And where did, where's that cropping up? You know, one of the things we spoke a little bit about yesterday was how the word force... Uh, it seems to me to have a pretty negative connotation quite often, sure. right? And uh, we were thinking about, we've been thinking about hurricane force winds, you know, and the devastation they can bring. But uh, forced entry is not a phrase that people like to hear, right? No. Think Things like that. No. So we're trying to introduce, I think, as you said earlier, a sense of what, f- what the word can mean across this really uh, vast rainbow of possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be... It can be a protest march all the way to a gentle caress for someone who needs healing touch and ev- and everything in between. So that's where our hope is that we're inviting people to think about where those where those opportunities for forceful action as healing action can mm-hmm. take place mm-hmm. um, because that's what we're responsible for. And so as a friend of mine likes to say, you know, this is where we can exercise our response ability, hmm. not our responsibility, right? yeah. but our ability to respond and to do so in a in a decisive way that makes a positive difference for other people, healing difference. That's fantastic. Well, I'm excited to be on this journey with you Amen. and explore this topic together. So we will, oops, sorry, <laughs> I ran my knee into the desk. <laughs> Little forceful thud there. Little forceful thud. I got excited. Uh, but we will see all of you next week. Yes, indeed. And we'll see you then. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, Leslie. Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the members and friends of Round Hill Community Church. You can find more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and roundhillcommunitychurch.org.